Bloomington Normal has been and is home to a stable of remarkable writers and poets. But one of the standouts would be Harold Sinclair, really a singular talent in the mid-century, a wounded soul in many ways, but he had keen insights into the human condition. As to me personally, well, of course, that's always a tough subject. As a matter of vital statistics, I'll very shortly be 48 years old, own a wife and six children, all of whom are growing up. This is Bill Kemp, librarian, McLean County Museum of History. My name is Dave Crostel, and I am the director of the Evergreen Cemetery Walk for the McLean County Museum of History. Harold Sinclair, the writer, never took to schooling, dropped out of Bloomington High School to become a telegrapher for Western Union, but he could also be a little snappy, and a workplace dispute led him to leave the uh, profession of telegraphy, and he ended up working as a hardware clerk for much of his adult life. I was a Guggenheim Fellow in creative writing in 1939-1940. Always wanted to write and just kept trying until something gave and I was published, more or less. And he's wrote plenty of short stories in his day and for, for many of the most popular magazines of the day, such as Collier's and the Saturday Evening Post, but his reputation today really rests with a half a dozen historical novels. American Years, the years of growth, years of illusion, made up a trilogy written around 100 years in the history of a Middle Western town. Typical, I hope, generally high praises, mighty poor sales. And that's the pattern then Sinclair will see for the next 20 or so years in his life. He will become a critical darling in many ways, but he will never sell as much as he thought he could have. This thing has had a curious, at any rate, highly varied history. I first came on the material in the late 30s when I was working on some other Civil War material. You know, you're, you're looking for one thing and find another. What we're hearing here is a letter that uh, Harold Sinclair wrote on April 10th, 1955 to a very well-known uh, New York editor, Evan Welling Thomas, who edited, among other well-known books, uh, John F. Kennedy's Profiles in Courage. I promptly saw it as a potential novel, and since that time have written three or four versions of it. None of them successful, un unless this one is. This editor, uh, Welling Thomas, will be tremendously impressed with Sinclair's soon-to-be-published Civil War historical novel, The Horse Soldiers, and uh, Thomas wanted to know more about this still relatively unknown writer in central Illinois. As the note in the manuscript says, the book is based on that episode in the Civil War known as Grierson's Raid. Mention of it will be found in practically every comprehensive history of that war, including Grant's memoirs, but hardly more than mention. You never get any detail, of course, it was a small matter from the larger point of view. And that will become Sinclair's 
only bestseller. The great American film director John Ford will take uh, that or adapt it into a film starring John Wayne and William Holden. For better or worse, a bit of my stuff has found its way into the school books here and there, and just recently a friend who teaches English in Dartmouth told my son he gives some of my stuff to his people as required reading. <laughs> Maybe that's one of the things that's currently wrong with colleges. Sinclair will follow that novel up in 1958 with a sequel, The Cavalryman, but that will be the last novel he will publish. He will die on May 24th, 1966, after surgery for cancer at the age of 49. It is here, from the dust of the fields, bursting the fetters of drab precedent and flaunting purple banners and defiance in the face of gray-beard tradition that genius is sometimes born. <laughs>